0: Welcome, you are locked in right now with Mushin Karate, with myself Jamal and the 30th co-host, the gaffer, Mr Gavin Bailey, we telling them Well,
1: wow, I felt like that intro needed some flames or some fire, some Charlie Sloth, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some bombs or something But you know I'm here, I'm glad to be a part of the project and a part of the movement, it's so, about bringing the stats to the fans and that, You know there's a deeper level to performance, yeah. that's what my head's on now, just happy to be here you know be able to share my knowledge and my
0: experiences 100 so let's 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 get this cracking from from the jump this is going to be a more kind of introductory episode for our viewers and listeners to kind of explain what we're doing here so essentially Mushin is a is a team a platform where we come together to speak about elite level karate um predominantly wkf style karate but martial arts as a whole the database that we have collated is 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 based around athletes that are ranked within the top 10 WKF rankings. Obviously, athletes, they tend to drop in and out. This has been taken, I would say, from the last two years, 2019. So once you come into the database, you're in, but obviously you have to make the ranking to, to, to come in, if, if that makes sense. So all of the averages that we have, like everything, everything is based around the athletes that are ranked in the top 10. Um, in addition to that, let, let's talk about... So, the, the I guess the beginning episodes that, that we'll be releasing are all kind of geared towards Olympic qualification right now because that is kind of what's, what's happening at the
1: moment. Yeah, and I think it's it's been a tough year, obviously, COVID and the pandemic and stuff here, and all of these athletes were gearing up mm-hmm. for a massive Summer Olympics and then all of a sudden it's taken away from you. How do you keep motivated? How do you keep on this this path? as we know athletes have a window where they're where they're at their best performing top but how are they sustaining it and once we get into the data on some of these athletes you'll find out some amazing stats that consistency is key and that's what's going to keep these names in people in people's thoughts and I think the WKF obviously has revised its system in line with the IOC to make sure it's fair because uh, towards the end of 2020 they didn't finish the events for qualification so a lot of athletes were on the cusp of of getting that golden ticket if you want to be saying, yeah, I'm an Olympic athlete and then all of a sudden it's been halted and obviously the emotional tells that goes with that but it's about staying strong and staying committed and I think from what I've seen and researched, we've got two events left, possibly, Mm -hmm. again, COVID permitted, I think, The world is dealing a lot better with the pandemic now. So hopefully, I know um, France have done one or two competitions, test events. I know I've seen a few other countries like Luxembourg and Belgium invite people over and do little test matches just to get some sort of real buzz. Because, I mean, we both compete. We know what it's like to turn up, weigh in Mm -hmm. and go to work on that tatami. And then Mm -hmm. to have that stripped... For a year where you can't even do contact, which is your main thing, it's tough. Yeah. So they're, yeah. they're gearing up to get back and the IOC's revised document allows for another K-1. So again, everyone who's not in Europe will have had their continental championship, so that's done for them. But Europe's still got one and it's got a K-1. So for those European athletes that are in the top 10 and still have a chance with a good performance at these events to make that top four automatic conflict qualification, this is what they're geared towards. And I think these stats will kind of Show you that Maybe someone's to look for In these competitions If they do go ahead And always the ones who are, Might not even turn up Because you'll be expecting To see a big name But if he's already Got the points that he needs And he's not in danger yeah, Why yeah. risk that kind of exposure Yeah Cool how, how would you go about Explaining The process of
0: qualification for, for maybe like a layman Or maybe for Any audience or listeners That we have That are maybe new to the sport That aren't 100% Sure of, of that process
1: Okay yeah, It's, it's pretty straightforward the uh, a regular sort of world championship European cycle, all the events have five events, five weight sections for males and five for females. Whereas in the Olympic events, because this is only a uh, selected sport for the 2021 was 2020 Olympics, the qualification is only in three sections. So from five weights they've cut it to three, which means your two lightweights will combine to make one section, your middle weight stands alone and then your two heavier weights will combine to make one section. So the IOC and the WKF got together to release a programme of events that are qualifying events. So they contribute points that contribute towards qualification. Qualification is twofold, automatic and then a qualification tournament. Also, there's a quota for the host country to have an athlete in each section. Mm -hmm. And then there's a sort of a wild card phase. And again, that is a bit dependent on the results of the previous sort of three or four uh, prior rankings. So as we... Proceeded through 2019 and 2020 The start of it That's where the bulk of the points were gained There's more points for your European uh, Or your Continental Championships Obviously there's a lot of points in the World Championships Because that's where everyone's together And then you have UK ones and UK one as Which contribute an amount of points towards it Within the sections You can only have one athlete Per country represent in that section So for instance in the lighter weight category For males let's say the 60 and 67 combined You couldn't have two French athletes qualify mm similarly it would be the highest ranked or the person with the most points from that section so if the minus 60 fighter from france had more points than the minus 67 fighter from france but there was two other minus 60s ahead of him he wouldn't qualify and it would be the 67th Mm. so again it's very much how well are you doing in your section as in your regular weight section but then how are you considered with your grouped olympic weight sections so as i said before Go to the event, produce results, produce results, consistency, consistency. And you'll see your name raised to the ranking. The sport data does an excellent job of updating it monthly so that you can see where you're at. The ones in the the Olympic qualification will be in green again. And for the person who's looking in, it might not be as obvious when you've got two athletes at the top of the same country. One's not green, one is. Again, it's down to the highest ranked person from that sort of semi-weight section. So, yeah, that's really it, to be honest. Um Yeah, yeah. If you do have a look, I'm sure there'll be some overlays and we can drop some some, some visuals, and you'll see that a lot of the sections there are runaway leaders. So there are people who have been consistent and consistent and consistent. They might not go to every event, but when they go, their percentage of medals or their percentage of podiums or percentage of finals is so high, it's almost a nailed on. You see them on that draw, and you think, all right, yeah, let I me mean, pot his path all the way to the end of path, and then yeah. for the for the rest, unfortunately, you still got to think about that repertoire because obviously going through. The system to get in that bronze medal is still a load of points. Mm -hmm. And again, you've got thousands of people across the world trying to get that five rings and get to the Olympics and say, I'm an Olympic athlete. It's it's enough of a push to try and topple these runaways. Obviously, they're consistent, but everyone's prone to a bad day. So if you can be the guy who takes down a great on a day, again, that boosts your profile in the sport, it boosts your ranking, and then people will start to consider you in a different light. But again, it's all down to stats. And I think through my journey I've seen stats they don't lie mm. and uh, when you see some names some names might be missed from what we talk about and some names are going to be there evidently and you can see well different factors consistency age maybe weight class. some people go up and down it's, it's, it's a big
0: big issue yeah no that's a very good breakdown thank you for that um, do you know what I had some quick fire questions for you and I wrote them down somewhere but I can't remember where I, where I wrote them so I think I can remember like five at the top oh, of my head you ready yeah let's go Akura uh, you Ow know, Ow oh, like yeah my god like yeah <laughs> cool um, spinning Oma Wash double leg sweep double leg sweep <laughs> <laughs> Kazamizuki Kyakuzuki, Chudan
1: that's the original OG technique.
0: Would you rather win yeah. a continental championship, so European championships, yeah. or the Paris Open? European
1: championships.
0: Is it? So quick, you answered yeah, that. Yeah,
1: European championships. I think it's a process, and you've got to be best in your country, and then it's, it's, a, it's, it's a long road to that. It? The Paris Open... But You
0: know where the Paris Open, though? <gasps> yeah, it's like the Paris Open kickstarts kicks, kicks, kick the year, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like if you can make a final yeah. of a Paris Open, yeah. you can make a final of a World Championships. Fact. Yeah. yeah <laughs> if, if more time, it's more difficult. Like, yeah. look at the rounds that you're putting in at a Paris Open. Sometimes you see a man get through seven, eight rounds. Like. We've
1: seen it and it's consistently, but I think it's like when you win a Paris Open, yeah,
0: mm.
1: again, you have to be consistent on the day. Every round is going to be a hard round. You've yeah, got yeah. A small margin for error. Per per fight, you've got to be in tip top condition, and again, that being in January per se, very difficult Christmas break and all of that is very difficult. If that's what it's you true. want, you that's true. Get. That's true. Europeans are January around May, so you've got time to kind of chill down and spend some family time if you need that like, over Christmas, and then again, Paris Open is probably your first out there to see what everyone's doing, and then you can ramp it up, qualify obviously through your processes in your country to represent your country, and then when you get to that Europeans and you're looking around and you know that okay. Not many men here, and I need to perform, Mm. and then you get through, and you get through, and you get through, and then you win. And then it's like forever a European title will hold some weight in your heart. Again, Paris Opens and all the K1s they hold weight because for the guy who knows, he knows how hard it is. But when you go out to someone who doesn't know anything and you slap down, yeah, European champion, they think, Oh, yeah, this guy's the beast. And that's, I suppose, it's, it's what you want, is it? If you want internal recognition Recognition. or is it that that global recognition because I can go to a man who does fencing and say listen I'm a European champion of karate and he'll take me if I tell him i won the Paris Open I kind of got to explain explain that and then even then he might not get how difficult it is when I'm explaining so I think for me that's why or even just the legacy behind the Paris Open or the greats that have won it or the the amount of times I'm sure we've been there together we've been there we've seen great fighters do great things I I reckon you see more great things (laughs) at the Paris Open than you do at a Europeans. You in, some, some of the maddest performances that I've seen have been at Paris Open. Yeah. Do you remember it. the Waskow competition that used to be the week before? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You yeah, see yeah. a madness there. Yeah, as, as well. But all I'm saying is that is like, all part of the Paris Open package. And that was a stiff madness right. as well. That's probably just getting licked down. That, like. that, uh, that was like a dungeon. Like You go in there and it's battle of the fittest. And you know by the time you get to Paris Open the next week it's about cleaning up. But if you want to yeah, just go for yeah, a real tear-up, that Wascow of again, their categories then were kind of the Olympic yeah, weights in it. So, yeah, so it yeah, was like, it was your real test. You true, see. true, true. Have you got what it takes in your heart? Because obviously the referee is a bit more lenient there, I would say, per se. They let a lot more things go than when you go to the Paris Open. So yeah. but yeah, Europeans all day. Cool, cool, cool. Well thank you for that. Um so we're gonna lock
0: off this, this episode. Again, it was a it was an introductory, kind of brief uh explanation to, to what we're doing here. Um, please get involved in, in the comments You know we're, we're trying to build A community here Of just passionate people that, that are willing to share Their opinions and views So comment when you
1: Fall for it Please like the video And of course subscribe as well <laughs> Come on You've got to like And subscribe like you say It's, it's passion of karate you know? I'm sure they can hear it And they can see it And it's yeah, about definitely. If there's topics Or things that they want us To go into Just drop it in the comments you know? And yeah, we read yeah, the yeah. comments We reply to the comments It's about building a, Like you say A community, a community and, yeah. and a love And I think That's what keeps the sport Yeah where it is and it's that love for for that kazami Gak or that gack you know when you open man up boom like ugh, mate, so excited you're easy. you're ready <laughs> to go oh, I'm, I'm excited i'm you're excited, excited. You're yeah.
0: me. cool well f- thank you for listening and again like you just said uh, like comment share subscribe all of that good stuff and um yeah we hope to to lock in with you again soon Love. Bow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just a disclaimer, also, you know, we're we're gonna apologise in advance because we're definitely about to mispronounce uh, a couple, names. A, couple <laughs> a, a few, several, several names. We're gonna mispronounce, you know, but but it's a process, and we're hoping to get better. You know, I think I feel like the English language is quite limited, like phonetically. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of actual pron- uh, phonetics that we don't use in in the English language, so. You know, you have to bear, bear with us and, and we will get better with pronouncing the names, you know. But, you know, anyone ranked in the top 10, if you, if you want to help out, feel free to just <laughs> yeah. se- send, send a motion account, a little voice note or just literally you saying your name and, you know, we'll, we'll, just, we'll just practice that. It's
1: all love, uh, Get me if, we your name, if we're saying your name, that means we love you, first of all. Yeah, 100. 100. So I uh, so, uh, Just take that as a little bit of a pinch of salt and obviously, it, like, like Jamal said, we're just going to try our best
0: and that's what we can do. Yeah. But we'll get there. Yeah, cool. Yeah, man. Wow.